Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But your your use of that profanity, it's the always, emphasis. Yeah. You have different emphasis, and it's just it's fascinating. I have really improved in the last ten years as a swearer. I would say <laughs> I used to just kind of roll up, but now right. I realize it and I let it have it. Yeah. <laughs> you give it a little work. And I've gotten worse. I've Why don't you restart worse. the show so we can be doing this? <laughs> oh, you mean like right now? Yeah. I'm getting better. <laughs> Now that part I'm leaving in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that part I'm leaving in. I was telling the boys that uh, Mahomes looked pretty spry yesterday. Yeah, he ran like uh, crazy to get down to the other end of the field to celebrate the field goal. I did not get to watch much. I was at Jim Wells' celebration, uh, tribute to Memorial, whatever you want to call it, out at Canterbury, and once in a while I'd peek around a corner to see what was going on at a television, and I saw the uh, Chiefs jumping up in the air very happily, and I knew this wasn't good, that uh, something had happened. They must have a fine field goal kicker, huh? Yeah. Wind howling like crazy, and he kicks a 54-yarder, and then and then they can mess around at the end and set him up for 43 or 4, was it really? 44. Then without even thinking about it. Was it 54, the first one? It was right? long. It, yeah. cause in, I think it was the game winner. It looked like it had been tipped, too. I think it was yeah, Hunter that got, got it. got a little finger yeah. on it. So, uh, I already missed apparently. baseball. Uh, well, uh, you know, it isn't that long before we start again. Spring training, I think, is the 12th this year because the season's even earlier. But fortunately, the Twins go on the West Coast for the first week. So, uh, you know when spring training ends this year, Joe? March 23rd. Really? Last exhibition. Wow. Because they don't, uh, Fox has the World Series and they do not want to interfere with the 2020 presidential election, which will have very fine TV ratings. <laughs> right. The way uh, things are uh, going right now. I think it would be very fine. Uh, the Vikings are at Dallas Sunday, huh? Now they get a break. Dallas is playing the Monday night game. So, they, you know, remember when the Monday started, Joe, and it used to be the big thing was everybody would get the Mondays. They couldn't if – you, if you played on Monday, you'd lose the following Sunday. That isn't quite as – Bad. Now everybody talks about the Thursday games being the tough ones. I think uh, Thursday's ridiculous if you played Sunday. uh, Yeah, but the Vikings had that advantage going into yesterday's game. They hadn't played for 10 days. Kansas City had seven starters not in the lineup. Virtually their whole offensive line, half their offensive line, half their defense. And Noah Mahomes and uh, somehow the Vikings managed to lose that game. But I can't make a lot of observations. I do know... I bet it's rare when you give up a 91-yard rushing touchdown that you win, though, wouldn't you, fellas? Mm-hmm. So what happened? Especially on that when you're on the road. What yeah. happened? They just handed off, and he just took off up the middle. Uh, Kendricks missed a tackle on that one, and I believe Harrison Smith also missed Where a tackle. On that one. Where was the safety man? Where was the safety man? 91-yard run. Where was the safety man? Who said man? that again? Frank Broyles <laughs> used to. Uh, the he was still the Arkansas athletic director, but he went out and did. He was the analyst on uh, college football games for 25 years, and he'd always be very worried about the presence of the safety man. It ended up being so nice yesterday that I didn't see much of the game till till the end. It was, it was sunny and it was warm. Sure, I was disappointed this morning 
because we had snizzle, mm-hmm. but it only lasted for four minutes. What right, do you nothing. want? I'm a, I'm a big fan of snizzle because I like to hear it. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, who invented that? Dave Dahl Probably. or Paul Douglas? One of them invented the word snizzle or snurt. Parts part snow, <laughs> part drizzle, drizzle yeah. snizzle. Yeah. And I hadn't seen any snizzle in a while. Uh, but uh, and when it hits have, a car, it will it'll pelt that you can. Have, there's a yeah, sound. It, 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 I don't think it's putting dents in it. I don't oh, okay. think it's hail. No, it's, it's not, not hail. putting it. It's Snizzle's very small. Snizzle small. Yeah. That's uh, that's what differentiates it. But uh, I, uh, the wife was very happy when I bolted upstairs this morning and say, "Quick, look out the window. Snizzle. We're having snizzle." <laughs> <laughs> She's not as excited about snizzle as I am. I'm not a fan of this uh, daylight savings switch. You think we should just go all year? Yes. I do, too. I, I, I don't like know, it. We just, just say, hey, God, tough bananas. Yeah. We're going to daily. We're never going to have God's time. We're going the other way. What's but getting God the free hour is kind of nice. Well, that's what uh, yeah. the states. Some throws of those you states, off. Some that's of those true. states. Throws, you, uh, throws you off your game. Some of those uh, uh, states with a, a strong Christian uh background did not like the uh the daylight savings time because we should stay on God's time even though you know we do change times all the way around the world that's right <laughs> I'm getting my weekday papers by no later than eight in the morning which is okay you're kidding I, me I prefer them earlier mine uh, I get the strip at five in the morning but no. Sundays uh, you know half the Sundays I end up going to buy them because really? they're not there by nine. And yesterday you, got, you got to get them there at seven. Well, yesterday they weren't there by nine, and I thought I'll bet you he got fouled up by the the clock change. Right. So I got the car out of the garage and backed up, and I see him down the block, and and he's headed my way, and I thought, well, hell, I'm, I'll just wait for him here. Right. And, here we uh, go. Lean up against the car. Uh, he he <laughs> said, well, thank you for your patience, sir. And here's a free Sunday New York Times. Really? Yeah. Good yeah. for him. And about the only thing I took from the New York Times yesterday. Was that the movie called The Irishman? Yes, starts uh, uh, this week. And right. then, but it's on Netflix, November twenty third. Really? Yeah. So I don't have to. Why uh, in the hell would you go and waste your money? I right. don't understand well, how this works. You know, you can get in the movies cheap, but they if you want to have some popcorn and a soda, that's, that's going to get, get you. you. Yeah. That's when they get you. But, but Ford versus Ferrari, I want to see. But I'm I'm mm-hmm. going to have to see that on a big screen. What is the story there? Did when did Ford go over there and race them? Ford, uh, uh, Henry uh, Ford, the second, uh, was, was that Bill's daddy? Was that was, Bill's daddy? Bill Ford's daddy or brother? Uh, Bill Ford. It had to be his daddy. Probably. Yeah, yeah. But Ford in the '60s was in negotiations to buy Ferrari. Okay. And uh, when it came right down to the table, the final day of it, apparently. Uh, Enzo Ferrari mm-hmm. uh, discovered that he wouldn't be in charge of the racing division. Okay. And so he got up and stormed out and uh, uh, canceled the deal. And that so upset Henry mm-hmm. that he said, build me a car that can beat Ferrari. And did they go to the Formula One then? Or no, was no, it this, just a one-off race? Uh, I don't know. I, okay. I have to do more homework. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it resulted in... Uh, you know Shelby, the Shelby DK okay. cars, oh, cool. and, yeah. and uh, I, I just can't well, wait I to see. I think they it. did run Formula One then yeah. for a year or two. Mm-hmm. Shelby, yeah. was that your, uh, you know, being a car guy? Did you, did you always want to get yourself a Shelby? I wouldn't have turned one down, mm-hmm. but they were. I never could have afforded one at the time, and now they're cost prohibitive. You can find one. Yeah, they're highly valued collector cars. Yeah, I'll go to that one too. Yeah, I wanted to go see the the current war, uh, the the one about Westinghouse and Edison. Don't know that one. Feuding with each other, it's out there now. You know, West Edison and Westinghouse were trying to bring electricity to America, and uh, and uh, Westinghouse was apparently trying to claim that he was the real uh, guy. But it's 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 floating around out there. I think that might be pretty good. So, Pat, uh, Joe had mentioned yesterday it was such a nice day out. He couldn't uh, couldn't watch much of the Vikings mm-hmm. game. Why, why don't you ask the mayor, um, you know, kind of where his day took him uh, yesterday. Afternoon. It was a gorgeous day. It uh, wasn't that gorgeous, by the way. Wasn't it about 40? Yeah, it, was, oh, it got up to about 48. The yeah, sun made right. it feel warmer. Yes. 
No, so what did you do? So I like to look for golf balls. Okay, all right. In my one-day record, seventy-seven. Did you walk to a nearby golf course, or did you go somewhere else? Oh, there's one close by here. Okay. And uh, when I got there, all the gates were you know padlocked shut, and there and uh, said closed. And And uh, this this public track that's near you? It's not. No. Okay. uh, Okay. And and then I went down to another gate, and there was a sawhorse behind the gate that said "course closed to walkers." Oh, and I thought, well, well, what kind of a country is this? I thought, well, uh, you know what? I don't think anyone will mind. So I, an attractive nuisance. I I fished the sawhorse close enough. I got hooked it with my foot so I could bring behind the gate so I could bring the sawhorse. You gotta slide to there. No, no. So I could pick it up. I could reach over and pick up the sawhorse. (laughs) Then I walked down the street with the sawhorse (laughs) to a different gate where I knew I could stand on the sawhorse and then I got get on top of this thing and then jump (laughs) down into the course. What is wrong with you? That's the time you went to the cemetery and damn near killed yourself. (laughs) So I I I got in and then I thought, well, I better bring the sawhorse in after me. Otherwise, no. And so I, I got the sawhorse. Yeah, yeah. I, I got the sawhorse back in there, and then I proceeded for an hour and a half to you know going up and down sure. hills. How many you find? Squeeze. Bad, bad day. Twenty four. Twenty four. My record. How many usable? How many were all twenty four? Really, really nice. Not ones. on the split. Huh? But I need another big win to get rid of the leaves on some of my yeah. honey holes. Yeah, right. And and uh, <laughs> I went down a few times, got a little wet, and uh, then it came time to uh, get out of there. And that sawhorse was wobbly, and I'm hanging on. And, and, uh, he won't let, the fence. What are we talking? He six, won't let six, go of the golf balls either because that's his feet, money. No, feet. no, no, no. I, uh, five. Five feet. Okay. But uh, this morning I got up, and my arms were hurt so much. But you never got caught. No, I didn't get caught. No, no security at this no. golf course. And, and, and next I, time you got to get one of these. Yeah. <laughs> and now, uh, boy, I had to pop some Advil today because uh-huh. the, uh, the wings were barking. Because I put myself through some maneuvers that I haven't done to. in quite a while. <laughs> All the you name could of have golf flipped balls. on your head yep, and, and still be laying there bleeding. Right, right. Because what, what was the cemetery story? Give me that one. Which cemetery was The movie was it? Schindler's List had just come yes, out. Yes, right. And, the, and behind the CP's family home. A very uh, old St. Paul Jewish cemetery. Yes, in, uh, and I thought, well, what the hell? I'm going to go in there and read. Find out of some of these yeah. people. And um, so uh, we got in there. Which, which, what's the name of this, that cemetery? Hillcrest? I, I, no, no, I'd have to look okay. it up. But uh, it's on. Uh, it's uh, off, right off of Maryland in mm-hmm. St. Okay. Paul. And and I think it was Easter Sunday. And. Uh, the gates were open. You know, that's not a really big Jewish holiday. Easter Ooh, that's a, that, that might be karma there. <laughs> that's that's no. That might be karma there. <laughs> there yeah. no, that's it's really all. not. The Judaism does not celebrate that one. So yes. they, they got a different theory, but go ahead. Well, so I walked through an open <laughs> gate to get in and did my exploring and noting names and dates and what have you. And, and, and while I was lost in there, they locked the place up. <laughs> So now the only way I'm getting out is to climb the climb fence the and fence. jump down. Mm-hmm. We didn't I, have barbed wire, thank God. No, and I did, and that resulted in uh, that <laughs> resulted in a very bad injury. Now that is must it have been, pain? That must have been like eight no. feet, huh? Yeah, at least that one. Yeah, yeah. But off I, bet, of I bet it's a fantastic. Matt, cemetery. I said it was off Maryland. I bet it's Maryland a fan, and prosperity. I bet West it's a fantastic Hebrew cemetery, cemetery for cemetery. 1880 markers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think it was a noble cause, and well, and, and you lived. So what I the get hell. curious about things. Right. Next thing you know, I'm going to break my neck. I got a question for you. Yeah. I don't think they celebrate Easter too much. Were you <laughs> ever? Were you ever? Did you ever quote? Or were you ever referred to as a press box wag? No. You recall the press box wag of your early sports writing days, where the press box wag was frequently quoted in stories. Somebody in the press box would make a smart-ass remark, and as you were writing along... They would say, set a press box wag. I never used it. Without identifying. You never used it. You had to see it. Well, I did, but I never never used it. Press box wag. Now, wags has been absconded with for wives and girlfriends. Right, right. But the press box wag, the other day I ran across a press box wag, and I went on Twitter lamenting the loss of a press box wag because a couple, three times, I don't know if I ever used it. I don't think I did. 
But Augie liked to use the press box yeah. wag. He would use the press box wag. Said the press box wag. Said the press box wag. It would be some smart-ass comment. And uh, I think two or three times I was the press box wag. So now I had to look it up and see exactly what wag meant. Because, yeah. you know, we got your wag your rear end and your wag your wives and girlfriends. Right. A person given to droll, roguish, roguish, and mischievous humor. Really? Wit. Yeah. That's so what that being a press box wag is, uh, you know, I, I'm, so I have pleaded the younger sports writers, bring back the press box wag. Well, I can give Come you on. an example of when you were the press box wag. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was Al Quee's lieutenant governor? Al uh, uh, Wangberg. So Lou Wangberg yeah, throws out the wang. first pitch one day, and no one's ever heard of Lou Wangberg. Yeah, he throws yeah. out the first pitch to open whatever season that might have been, 77 or 78, and Royce bellows out, the family of Lou Wangberg can relax. He's been found. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a press, that was box, a press box wang. wang. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's where yeah. that would fit. Perfect. Yes. Oh, it would be. It would be perfect. And I, and I think somebody, you know, you later on, I think, quoted me on that. But, uh, but I, did. I think somebody, I think it was a press box wag in the, uh, in the, uh, it, that made the once there was a ballpark book. Okay. Yeah, I, I saw a great wag one time. What was in the uh, singer that I mean, the, uh, some girl who sang came yeah, out and ended up saying, "Oh, rats!" <laughs> yeah, right. The woman who stopped she couldn't, couldn't remember do it. it. Just no <laughs> Met Stadium, just forgot. I'm trying to remember right. the name of the pitcher. It might have been the St. Louis Milwaukee World Series. St. Louis pulls a pitcher, goes into the dugout. There's a big fan, and he swung his fist at the oh, fan. Yeah. And one of the wags said, "The bleep, bleep just, just hit, hit the hit fan." The fan. <laughs> yes. oh, yeah. yeah. Set a press box wag. Yeah, there's a press box wag. Uh, I remember the press box wag. I might have, I might have used it this time, or I might have identified him. But uh, game six of the uh, wonderful 1986 World Series, uh, the Billy Buckner game, yeah. the Mets, the Yankees. I mean, Mets, Red Sox, Red Sox trying to win their first World Series since 1918, and uh, they've. The Red Sox are going to win, looks like, in the ninth inning. And the Red Sox had great starting pitching and terrible bullpen. Mm-hmm. They had Calvin Schiraldi, and he was he had big numbers, but he was unreliable. But but uh, they bring out the horses for the because if the Mets don't score, and the so after the eighth inning they bring out horses yeah. and put them in the bullpens. There's horses, cops there's like on three horseback. mounted horses, yeah, right, yeah. and then there's there's also cops lined up. And Tom Hardrecord, who's uh, quite the press box wag, <laughs> leaped up and said, "Look it, there's more horse bleep in the Red Sox bullpen than <laughs> usual." <laughs> that, that was a press box wag. That's the service <laughs> that was provided by Red Sox right. press box wags, and we don't get them quoted anymore. What uh, so. what uh, caused this to be brought up? I can't even remember. Somebody was uh, saying something about. Uh, oh, oh, I know. Somebody ripped me about. You're just a lousy sports reporter. Yeah. Who, you know, who needs you? And I said, I'm not only a sports reporter. Right. I'm also a press box wag. wag. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> and of course, this is lost on everyone younger than. 68, but uh, anyway, yes, that was it. So it was a uh, we got uh, we got PJ coming up this week, though, man. Oh. What is going on? You explain this to me, gents. Uh, we were offering students buy one get one, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, seven bucks, and they're getting in for seven bucks today. They just announced they've declared it vet. Uh, Armed Forces is Armed Forces Day, and any active military can get four tickets, or maybe it's in veterans can get four tickets. Why isn't this an automatic rapid sellout? I'm not sure because I was asked, you know, are I you, mean, somebody people, said, "Are you going to take your kids?" And I thought, well, I don't know if we're going to make that the the, the Gopher trip for this year. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I, I'm I'm shocked that tickets are still I mean, available because everybody likes the coach. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, not everybody, but damn near everybody. And everybody's excited about this. Where, what, what, why isn't it boom? Why wasn't it a boom sellout? I don't get it. I think we're, are, are we are mad we that not? game day didn't come? 
Saturday, cloudy and 33. Ooh, Maybe that's really? It. I looked this morning and said it might get to 40. Well, but have we right become now. that big of sissies? We, we, we all wanted uh, Dave Moda led the charge back to campus. we got to go back to campus so the band can march down University Avenue and we can play out outdoors. And uh, now it's too cold. Is that it? Is it too cold? Yeah, it's too cold. Too cold. So Who's on the line, Rook? Larry. Larry? Larry. We we are taking phone calls. Now, one of the problems with taking phone calls is because this hasn't been posted yet, people don't know what we're talking about. Right. Which is but, the beauty oh, of line. But then again, that's not a lot different than when Rook was running the board for Joe, and Joe would be talking about a mass murder. Right. In Argentina, right. where 150 people were killed, he put somebody on to start their motor. Hey, hey, here's Bill. Uh, hey, ahead, Joe, Bill. you want to hear my motorcycle? Yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> well, let's let's see what Larry has That's to say. So we'll see if Larry's on right. topic hey, guys, or not. Larry, this is a Larry in Colorado, and I first want to apologize to Joe and Pat for taking selfies with them a few years ago when I was at the state fair. Nothing wrong with That's that. All right. This will never happen again, so uh, hopefully... Maybe with Joe, not with Pat. (laughs) You were uh, very... uh, You didn't mind it, Pat, but Joe was walking around, and I was like, hey, Joe, you mind taking a (laughs) selfie? And he's like, oh, sure, then walked away. So I apologize especially to Joe. Joe, I believe this year you made two state fair appearances, didn't you? Yes. We we took a lot of pictures. It's Uh okay. It's okay. All right. Well, it'll never happen again. And uh, thanks for uh, sending Garage Logic out here to Colorado, guys. Wonderful. What? Uh, you have any other observations? Or are you just thanking us for uh, Joe being Joe? Uh, just for your humor. And uh, you guys are awesome. And I, I look forward to Mondays on my drive home to listen to the podcast because it's it's the best. And Keep on keeping on, and maybe someday I'll take a selfie with you guys again. And All right, Larry. Uh, today's version will be, uh, well, not that it does any good, but it'll be posted at 6 uh, p.m. Uh, Monday night, right? Yeah. Yep. That's correct. All right, sir. Thanks, Larry. Thanks, Larry. Bye, guys. Larry from Colorado, Pat. Yes, yeah. that's good. Yeah. So, did, I, did you tweet out the number today? Yes, I did. Okay. Yes, right. I did. I did. Are you having uh, trouble over there, boys? Oh. Okay. No, we're just uh, we're looking up some uh, some audio. All right. So uh, there were a lot of uh, a lot of people I knew at a younger point of life at uh, Jim Wells' oh, yeah. uh, celebration memorial yeah. yesterday. Nice turnout. Yeah. Had to be 200, 250 people there at Canterbury. Yep. And his buddy, uh, Tom Regal, who uh, Jim lived in an apartment building next to him in West St. Paul, uh, they've been friends since then. They got sober at the same Maria. time. Maria. Well, God, just keep going. Yeah. 1979, they got sober at the same time, and they've been remained friends for uh, 50 years. Man, he gave a great eulogy. Good. It was like 30, 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, Wellesley was a, I did stuff about him. I didn't know. He was a Shakespeare guy. Uh, it's a country he, dancer. Yeah, he was a great country dancer, but he also was well-read. He said he used to... Yeats, 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 Yeats. Yeah. What's it, whatever the hell Yeats. the name that poet is. Yeah. He said he used to call him up and make him listen to a whole poem while he read it to him. <laughs> really? And stuff. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Still well, a you flip- know what? He was a renaissance Yes, man. he was. Still a flip flo- uh, phone guy, though, yeah. too. A flip phone guy. So not not highly into techni- technology. But the thing about Wellesley. Well, neither are we. <laughs> the thing about technology, the thing about Wellesley was boxing and Horse racing fit him perfectly because he loved goofy people, mm-hmm. you know, goofy, you know, SOBs mm-hmm. that uh, were populated sports. And, of course, we all have that appreciation for them, but he he liked to write about them probably more than any of us. So, anyway, it was, uh, uh, you know, it was a fun. Man. It was good. We're going to go to the phones with Maria, who's got a question. Maria? 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 Carol. You're on the air. No, I just wondered, I just asked a question when that was Patrick used to be on from 12 to 5 or 6 every night, every day. Yep. 
Yeah, it, it seemed like that some days, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. It seemed like it. Is yeah. that his name, Patrick? Yes, yes, yes it oh, is. Okay, thank huh? you. Right. Okay. All right. That's it. You don't Boy, have an observation. That's some good call screen in there, Larry. That's, a, that's the best stuff. That's the best ah! stuff. <laughs> that's some that's some top drawer call screen in there, Larry. <laughs> Question for Joe, it said. Yeah, so I'm got? thinking, okay, this is somebody named Maria who's got a question about traveling in Florida, and here I am. I'm going to help you. I know Randy Wayne White personally. What can I do for you? And uh, all I get is, uh, you know. Well, I think it's a good idea myself. <laughs> so the Florida State job opened up. And uh, everybody's worried about PJ. Hey, relax. Florida State just had to pay seventeen million dollars to the guy they fired, Willie Taggart. Uh, the the uh, Florida State's TV money's uh, in the high twenties. The Gophers is about forty, and the big the Big Ten's a better conference than the ACC. He's not going to Florida State. Uh, Florida State lost their coach Jimbo Fisher because they got the antiquated. Old rotten facilities. They haven't spent money on facilities. So okay, if he beats Penn State and goes nine zero, let's say they end up in the Rose Bowl. Yes. What the, the level they, of institution that could lure him away is getting higher and higher and higher. But is it? Why wouldn't he just stay here? I think he probably Southern Cal, but they aren't famous for paying. If they fire their guy, they aren't famous for paying huge amounts of money. They're going to put him over five mil. He'll be making over five at the Here. end of this year. Yeah, yeah, they're going to raise him over five. He'll get a million-dollar-a-year raise, something like that. So he's making, what, four? I think it's three threes. and a half. Yeah. Right. No, it was high threes. Yeah, they'll, they'll, pay him, they'll pay him more here than other places. Now, Southern Cal, you can go out there and, you know, make money on the side and right. become a bigger celebrity than you're ever going to be here, right, mm-hmm. as far as national scene. But uh, – they're not, as I said, they aren't famous for uh, paying big amounts of money. And if Notre Dame fires Kelly after a couple, you, he's got at least another year left there. So I, I don't think there's the other one. The one he might go to is Michigan. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he coached in there, and you know, Michigan's a better job than this. So I, if Harbaugh leaves, the Green which, Bay uh, Chargers game, at least the uh, TV people had the uh, the presence of mind to. Uh, Turn the cameras out to the horizon where you could see the smoke ring haze, you know, and they talked about it. Uh, But what an immense state when you realize that, you know, these games just went on as normal. And and, uh, it was a beautiful day. Yeah, the sports teams have all been playing. Meanwhile, LeBron James, did LeBron's home burn? I don't think so. But he he had to evacuate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's unreal. Uh, What's the second game of Towns' suspension? Has that been held yet? Tonight, Milwaukee. Tonight, they play the Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks. They, they would need him to beat Milwaukee. Well, allegedly, but you know, sometimes those teams that come to another town are bored. So, yeah. you know, if they are. But my guy Georgie Jing got out of jail and uh, won a game for him the other night. So, what's your what do you what's your? Hey, I got to give you an update on uh, Luke Dillon's uh, hockey attendance. All right. He was there Saturday, my grandson, nine years old. I, he, I he's, he's not seen a victory yet. This, this was his 10th game, <laughs> yeah. counting a couple of exhibitions. This was his 10th game, but uh, and he's never seen a win. Right. But three goals topped his previous total really? by two by one. Really? He'd seen two goals, okay. one in an exhibition game earlier this year, and then one in previous years. So... It's he's you know he was very happy because he saw the wild he got to hear the horn go off for a wild goal. So. I like Boudreaux, but it's a it's a fait accompli that he's going to be yes. gone. I'm worried, very worried about his blood pressure. Mm-hmm. A little red. He's, he's uh, gets a although the memes now. on Twitter of him using that vocabulary we were, we were talking about before the show was tremendous. Because he was, you know, throwing that word around like like mm-hmm. nothing. It was fantastic. Oh, was that, he was mad at uh, the refs? Well, yeah, when they I, took the goal off the board okay. for Parisi, for, I think it was goalie interference. Because mm-hmm. Parisi scored. The, that, that's that's what I think what set him off. Uh, yeah, well, that'll do it. That'll do <laughs> yeah. it, you know. In that sport, uh, when goals are disallowed, it's important. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like saying, 
Yeah, that basket don't count. You were in the, you know, the, you were in the cylinder. You were in the cylinder or some damn thing. Hockey isn't like that, you know, because they're too hard to come by. That's what I'm. They had three of their own goals against Dallas, didn't they? Did that, three going on somebody's true? butt. I mean, I, I read I that didn't watch and I the saw game. it, but they said three of them came off body parts yep. of their own players. <laughs> yep, that's got to be a world record, doesn't it? I three. Think so. But what's the reason? It, legitimately, it's not the coaching. We don't have the talent. Why do you want to try out a new coach just because he's lost the room? You got to sell something to the ticket holders. And mm. and Brucey is not. He, they won't renew him after this year. I don't think he has a contract. He's got a two. This year, is his walk year. And he got a two year consultant deal that's guaranteed. But they're not going to bring him back. So mm. he's going to hire his own man. But the so. fan base likes him. Don't you think? Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, they're fine. Now they announced a sellout, though, Joe. Yeah, I saw uh, that Saturday. Yeah. So I guess the Saturday, it, you know, Saturday night still works. Oh yeah. Remember that? That's that's the way it used to be at Met Center. The if unless you had a real star attraction in during the week, the attendance was you know ten thousand, and then on weekends they always be sold out. So hockey fans still a weekend crowd. But when they're not in contention. It shows you the meaninglessness of these long regular seasons. Because mm-hmm. what's the old saying? If you're not, if you don't have enough points by Thanksgiving to stay in the playoff hunt, you're pretty well cooked. Because it's it, tough to make a yeah, round. and, yeah. and it's, it's uh, it can happen. St. Louis did it last year, but uh, St. Louis has a commie who can you know tear yeah, a Now he's hurt. He's hurt. Now he's out. Yeah. But he could play. He could he could score. And the Wild don't have any scores. No, and it was. That's that's I think what set Brudrow off so much because he knows he's he's a he's a dead duck. Okay, I got a big test for you. Uh, ordering, uh, you know, you and I both have a great admiration for uh, sports writing uh, the, of the Red Smith variety. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was I was looking up his absent friends uh, obits and. Uh, in, in lieu of uh, Jim Wells's death, and uh, I was looking for a horse racing guy. Right, right. Joe Palmer was a legendary horse racing writer who ended up working at the Herald Tribune after from 44 to 52 when he died at 48 of a heart attack, which uh, you get the impression might have come from what they used to call consumption. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, uh, but Joe died at 48. But apparently this guy was uh, fabulous. I mm-hmm. mean, everybody I've loved him. Name. Everybody loved him. And he would uh, not necessarily – he made a lot of literary references because he used to be a English teacher at Kentucky and uh, University of Kentucky and Michigan. Uh, but the, the guy was, uh, uh, you know, just a he, – he would – you'd read his stories and uh, according to Red Smith's uh, uh, obit, you know, he would uh, – be writing a horse racing, but somehow he'd get in a recipe for jellied whiskey, yeah. or an Australian <laughs> hobby of kangaroo chasing. Yeah. Or uh, one year he listened to the band that my old Kentucky played, my old Kentucky home, and it was a tortured version in his opinion. And he said, "I could have played it better on a comb." <laughs> <laughs> so he was a fantastic uh, writer, but uh, I got I got to track down that book. It was the book was this was racing. It was published, you know, sixty years ago. So I don't know how we can possibly find it. But uh, are I we gotta, going to Zimmer's Blues Lounge today? That's what I'm looking for right now. Well, he'll be down today in the lounge. I got to. Uh, I got to tell you though. Here's. Uh, I got to find this. Uh, this guy is now my idol. You know, Joe why? Palmer. Joe Palmer is now my idol. I got to tell you. All right. Why? Okay. Because uh, uh, stuff there. Yeah, I got a lot <laughs> note here. I got to find my note here. Yeah. yeah. I got it. <laughs> Because, uh, no, it's not my notes. It's not my ads. Well, you know what, Pat? Why don't, why don't we uh, listen to Palmer? Well, I was just going to say, you, you, Rook can do Jack's Cafe while you look that up. I can yeah. chit-chat about that while uh, Patrick is looking for his item. I'm going to tell you right now that Jack's Cafe, who was our host for the Monday Night Sports Talk uh, podcast last week, 
was very thrilled. The uh, Billy Kozlak and the staff did a fine job, and you're going to get some great treatment when you stop by Jack's Cafe. Not only are you going to be treated to a wonderful meal, it's just a great ambiance. Three generations of Northeast Minneapolis restaurant. It's on 1928 University Avenue Northeast, right at 19th Avenue. It's just that simple to get to. Even Suchi and I can get there if you're looking for a nice date night. Maybe it's anniversary, whatever the case may be, birthday, or just it's Saturday night. Ask for the GL Rookie Date Night VIP menu. We'll include Monday Night Sports Talk with that as well. It's less than $100. It is a four-course meal. Includes a free bottle of wine. Also, if you're going to book that Christmas party, that family get-together, that office party, if it's 25 to 300, they have rooms that they can accommodate. They proved that last week when they had all of our listeners gathered there. There's full bar, full catering. You won't be let down. I can guarantee you, Billy and his staff do a great job. 612-789-7297 for reservations. Or better yet, find the locations and everything you need. You have to ask about that GL Rookie Date Night VIP menu. Jack's Cafe, J-A-X-C-A-F-E. Did you find what you're looking for? Yes, I did. Uh, I've decided Gerald Palmer was my hero, although I discovered this late. Uh, because, you know, and you have a little of this problem, too. But uh, I'm not known for rushing into the sub- topic of what we're writing about, you know. You so, have that problem a lot worse than I do. Sometimes we drift. Yeah. Well, they said of Palmer, Palmer mostly circled his ostensible subject Rarely landing on it. Really? <laughs> so I said, this is my guy. Yeah, you know, yeah. this is my guy. He'd bury a few leads, yes, would he? Yes, he would. Uh, another one, one more line. He said he was talking about Pimlico and Baltimore, and he said, Pimlico was lovely, lovely, lovely and satisfying as usual. Or perhaps it is just that a man full of Maryland fried chicken can think only soft thoughts. Okay. Why is that a bad anyway, thing, by the way, what? when you're saying finally getting to it? I, I like the setup. Mm. Or is that taboo? I well, just don't work that, that way. I Pat think, does. I think in modern, it's it's less acceptable now because people want to find out. I want that, it right now. I think Kirk Cousins sucks. You know, <laughs> that's what they, they want to read that. They, that's what they want, right? I you know, they want instant uh, things, so I, I don't think it works as well as it once did. And certainly not as when there was no other way for people to get news uh, with the newspapers. It, Say, it, you covered St. Thomas beating the Oles. Yes, only 57 was beating St. John's. Yes, now, it, does that create an opening for St. Thomas to maybe get in the playoffs? St. John's, uh, I think, has a softy left, and they're already seven and one, and they already beat St. Tom, or they're already six and one. They already beat St. Thomas, so they and uh, I think I lost my. Oh, what did I do? Pull yourself out. They already beat uh, St. Thomas and Bethel. So they would, it would I, I got to look it up, but it would take a monumental upset. Otherwise, somebody Thomas, has to beat St. John's. St. John's, and that, that won't happen again. They got two left, but one of them's non-conference. So. Mm-hmm. But now people are saying, you were at the wrong game. Well, if somebody had called me up and told me to get to St. John's because Concordia, which is having a mediocre year, right. was going to beat them, I would have been there. But they asked me to go to, the editors asked me to go <laughs> to see the alleged revenge match where St. Thomas would try to score 100 against St. Olaf. I wanted them desperately, too. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> A, St. Thomas is not as good as they were two years ago when they nudged them 97-0. Which brought and, this whole thing started. And, yes, <laughs> nudged them. And, uh, B, St. Olaf's is a little better. They actually send some guys over to try to tackle you. But there's a couple of amazing stats for that. Everybody afterwards is saying... Uh, you know, boy, St. Olaf's a lot better. Well, yes, they're better than 97-0, but the yards were still 678 to 139. Oh, holy man. And when St. Olaf scored, Joe, this is unheard of. When St. Olaf scored on the last play of the third quarter, mm-hmm. it ended a streak of 221 consecutive points. For St. Thomas against St. Olaf. Holy wow. 221. They scored uh, in 2016. St. <laughs> Olaf scored to cut the lead to 52-7. to There we go. Come back. And then St. Thomas scored three more touchdowns. 21, 97, 
60 and 43 before they scored again. It was the 97 game that caused the president of St. Olaf to go nuts. Well, and Glenn, Crusoe, I think if he had it to do over again, and it was 90 to nothing, and they were on the five-yard line with 25 seconds to go, Mm -hmm. he wouldn't have handed the ball off to a lineman and had him run in for a touchdown. To make it ninety-seven, okay. that was a bad luck. Yeah. that was a you know that was a bad luck. And then to go for two, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, well, he didn't go for two, <laughs> but uh, that was the one that set off the Saint Olaf president and uh, created a lot of momentum. I mean, I used a two-year-old quote I had from Steve Fritz because he isn't there anymore, but I'd see I saw him a couple months later. And I was laughing about it with him, and because uh, I assumed it was just your normal anger at, right. at Caruso, and he said, "Oh no," he said, "This is, this bad. is bad." This is bad. He said, "This is bad." Yeah. He says, "Saint Olaf is uh, is is way beyond upset, and uh, it it's a huge topic at the league meeting." So. Ruck, what are you trying to tell me? You can just say it out loud. I have right. Zim from yesterday. I, they have let's, not let's, sent out we, today's. We missed him yesterday. Let's have Zim. Sure. Today. Although after a loss, he might not be as mellow. No. Well, we'll have to find out. Here we go. All right. Let's start the uh, cue. Uh, cue the uh, the jazz music, please. We're going to the lounge. Game of big plays. Uh, they made more than we did. We fought like crazy. Uh, we just didn't play well enough to win. Uh, give credit to them. They, they played played well in a lot of areas. Um, but uh, we didn't play well enough to win. Yeah, well, we misfitted a little bit. We had a we had a pressure coming off the off the outside. We got a little wide and we missed some tackles. And Zim explaining a 91-yard run. They made some good throws, made some good plays. Boy, this is nice for Bill Belichick. This is important stuff. <laughs> Turn him up a little. Tough sport to write about. Turn him up a little. You know, I don't know. We didn't have a lot of penalties today, but, uh, you know, they called one on a screen where they said the line was too far down the field. I'll have to look at it on tape and see, but... Uh, Well, they did a nice job in uh, in playing the run. They did a good job in mixing up the fronts. Okay, Zim. <laughs> the jazz music bring, kind of brings I think, it up. I think, I think Zim took a sedative before yeah, he came well, in after this loss. So we were probably throwing it a little bit too much, and we had to get back under control and get a little bit more balanced. Did he re-injure his hamstring, or did he just get out there and it wasn't good enough to go? What kind of happened now? Uh, you'll have to ask him. You could use this to go to sleep. <laughs> yes. Well, the one on the far sideline uh, at the end of the game, I thought we should have made the play. We were there. The one early was a double move that uh, we didn't play very good. And then, uh, you know, the tight end, when Kelsey caught the ball on the on the Inside breaking route late. Uh, we should have. We were in good position. We just didn't make the play. He seems a little more down than he does on those Mondays um, after a yeah, win. I think there's he? some plays he want. He'd rather get back. Um, you know, I don't think we helped him a lot today. I can't take any more. No, no, that's good. I, I you want to kill the music or I'm ex- everything? I'm extremely suspicious because of the. Popularity of the Garage Logic uh, podcast being spun over into the Monday Night Sports Talk podcast, that they have done some research <laughs> and found out when we are taping this thing and are now posting it later on Mondays. Really? After games. Mm, I am dastardly. suspicious because. Mm-hmm. Uh, their uh, their affiliate is uh, even even though with its monstrous success is uh, proprietary. You know, tra- they have propriety about everything. <laughs> pro- propriety ophthalmologist. Everything ophthalmologist. Is it the number of amateur ophthalmologists? When in doubt, 
play that. That's right. <laughs> that those are your two go tos. That yes. and Joe's play by play are your two. Oh, go-tos. and the stock tips. The stock tips. What was the one speed. you gave out today? What was the stock tip? It was referenced on uh, earlier today. About oh, so you can buy a five hundred dollar bill on eBay for nine hundred bucks. That's right. It doesn't seem like a good investment. No, but, but, but why would that? <laughs> why would that be? Uh, Kenny was uh, ruminating last week about the absence of five hundred dollar bills. Well, the government doesn't make them anymore. And an oh, email, so you can buy one. You can buy a five hundred dollar bill they want for nine hundred bucks. Well, yeah. yeah. You know, five oh five. I might go for it. Yeah. But uh, oh, I remember. Plus, where are you going to get it? If you go get gas, like you do, yeah, I'm a cash you, guy. You can't come in and give them a five hundred no. and expect them to give you change. No. Think how long they're going to look at that sob. Yeah. Okay. You give them a, some of these places. You give them a twenty and they look at it like it might be counterfeit. I always tell them I just made this one. <laughs> <laughs> And then they get out the fancy they pen. They got the funny pen yeah. and the microscope and mm-hmm. the whole yeah. deal. Yeah, that, what, what are they trying to uh, – but most – I get the kick uh, – the, the 17-year-old at the Super America, which is now what, Speedway? Yeah. They look it up in the light. They have no idea what they're looking for. I can't for. see that. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. You're very, well, who you're very stealth who when you do it? that. What's the name? No, it's, not, it's it, he's got a time here for you, fellas. Okay. So oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, well, that's fine. I haven't done my Josh. No, you ad. need to. We no, need to no. Anybody remind me what the phone number is? Josh Arnold. went international two. last week. Huh? He went international last week. He gave out a different area code. We didn't even know where the hell he was. <laughs> 952. 925-925-5608. 925-5608. That's how good these ads are. I yes. remember the phone number. And All the years of working with that. Uh... They used to leave the ad copy in my mailbox, but I don't have one anymore, so uh-huh. I don't know where they do it. So you want me to talk about it? Yeah, go right Josh. ahead. Josh Arnold, investment counselor for years and years and decades. I think since he's 1978. An ex- he's an experienced gentleman, and he never gives you the old sweet talk hard sell. No. He gives you the straight stuff. Right, right. Straight, straight shooter, as we used to call him in Fulda, Minnesota. Josh Arnold, go over there and see him. First, you call nine two five. Nope. Nine five two. Nine five two. That's your address, <laughs> Mister Money Talk's going to give you straight talk and nine not sugar coated advice. Nine five two nine two five five six zero eight. Even if you are dyslexic, Josh. Right? Josh. <laughs> Josh is my guy. All right, I've been talking about Josh for years here. Call that number. Let's do it again. Stocks, bonds, mutual funds. And these are troubled times, man. The stock market's going up, down, sideways. Somebody you can rely on. Sideways. You need someone who'll say, eh, I don't know, maybe the other one, right? More like, bye. (laughs) Let's go. Let's get in there. Josh will get you set up for retirement. Go see Josh Arnold. Isn't that when you call that number, don't you get a free 48-minute financial analysis? Yes, and Josh has never adequately explained to me how he settled on 48 minutes, but uh, that's what Well, you there's get. some talk. Maybe you might talk some sports, <laughs> yes, or uh, have right. you seen any movies, and then that's you get right. down to yes. what are your needs. So that won't count against you, though. No, if no, that won't count against you. BS, it's like chess. If you come in and BS it's like chess. For, you hit the clock, yeah. and you're off the clock you for ten in, seconds. You come in and BS for ten minutes. That ain't going to count against right. the forty-eight minutes. Right. There was a there was a PGA Championship. Mm-hmm. Over We've like, now done. We're doing complete, the ad. That's yeah, we're all done. you get, Josh. Thank you. <laughs> Called Go the Bermuda it. Championship. Yes. Uh, more players unrecognizable in that field than I've ever seen before well, in my life. It's, uh, because we had the HCBC Which over McElroy in the Asia where they, those two tournaments over there in Asia had pretty good winners. Tiger one week and Rory the next. Huh? And what a great field in this H. Well, it's one of those world championship events. World championship golf. Jordan Spieth. Just where was it? Field. Where where in is it? Hong Kong, I think. No, Shanghai. 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 You don't want to be in Hong Kong today. You, you might be. Uh, no. You might be trying Watson. to play a golf tournament. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tim Heron got in the field at that Bermuda. Oh, really? I don't know. If Tim's he made the just cut. sitting around waiting to be fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got. Oh yeah, let's look up Tim's birthday. He's got to be. By yeah, the way, I was informed. He uh, he's got his hands into a brewery now. 
Really? Tim yeah, I was sent an email that involved him. Is it called Lumpy? I he'll, think so. He'll turn 50 on February 6th. Ooh, next year's the yep. year. Yep, he's 49. Tim's in a brewery? I think so. I'll have to find that info for you guys. They better charge him. <laughs> yeah. Don't, uh, you know, don't. You know, my dear friend from the St. Cloud Times, Frankie Hyland, uh, went down to the Atlanta Journal. He was very doing very well as a... As a uh, as a sports writer at the Atlanta Journal, covered the Hawks, covered the, you know, covered the Falcons, covered the Braves at various periods. But then he got into the bar business as he was also sports writing. And uh, Frankie just had too many friends who he'd come by and pick the tab up with. Oh. And it just, just didn't work because uh, they were uh, they could have a real good night and they still lost money. And that's <laughs> going to be called uh, Lumpy's Lager. Lumpy's Lager, Lumpy's Lager. Yep. but is it going to be a is it going to be a, a brew house then, or is it just a beer? I think it's just a beer. Okay, all right. He won nineteen point six million over yes, his he career. Did. That's not hard bad. to believe. One four. How many went four? Yep. Four. Yep. Bay four. Hill, Houston, uh, Bay Hill, Honda. Honda. Uh, Didn't he win out in Vegas? He or won. Not in Vegas. He won Jack's, oh. won Jack's tournament. He won the Memorial. I think he did. And uh, and maybe one in Vegas, yeah. Not Vegas, I'm thinking of. Uh, mm-hmm. The Palm Desert, the desert one. Oh, did he? Maybe. Really? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Right. We got Mexico. Okay, he, uh, first time in the Honda Classic. Yep. He won three times in his first four seasons at the top level. He continued to play consistently. There was a seven-year gap before he claimed his fourth PGA Tour title at the 2006 Bank of America Colonial. Okay, Colonia. Did he not win a Jackson, right? Am I wrong? Uh, it looks like that's not listed here, so he must not Honda have. Classic, Bay Hill, and, and, and the uh, Memorial, and where, uh, not the Memorial, the the, the uh, Colonial, and where else? Uh, uh, let's see, Honda, La Canta, Texas yep. Open, Okay. Bay Hill Invitational, Bank okay. of America, so Colonial. He, he, he did okay. not win Jack's tournament. Won a Colonial. That would seem to be the last place in the world where uh, uh, Timmy uh, Lumpy would win would be Colonial because you got you got the small greens and you got to hit it straight and yeah. he hits it long and once in a while he doesn't hit it straight. But, His uh, best results in majors, the Masters in 05, he was 11th. Mm-hmm. PGA Championship in 97, he was 13th. U.S. Open 99, he was 6th. And then the British Open tied for 30th in 99. I have been with uh, Katie Dillon since 1984. We got married in 1990. And uh, still one of my five favorite nights was the night in uh, Pebble Beach that she was hammered and given lumpy crap for missing a cut. Pretty good. And Lumpy wasn't exactly sober at the time. It was uh, it was uh, fan. Layman's getting old. He can't win anymore. And we can't make these trips to see Layman anymore. You got to start playing better. You can't miss. You why aren't you playing this weekend? She didn't understand why he was done playing. That was pretty damn good. Pretty dang good. All right, boys. What do you think? I think so. All right, good so. day. We gave Josh his money's worth. Yeah, we gave Jack's, Jack's cafe. Worth. We took a phone By call. The way, uh, Thanksgiving, Jack's the uh, Ricey clan's going to be there. Uh, we can't beat it if you're. If you if you don't want to do the dishes, no. And by the way, I've checked. Pheasant is available. Ooh, without BBs, <laughs> BB free. <laughs> yes. I'm really glad about that too. Pheasant. Hey, if right. you want to find out if this is the first time you're listening to this Monday Night Sports Talk podcast, the pri- previous three are listed at garagelogic.com. Just kind of poke around and you'll find it. They are available in full audio color. We'll catch and, you next time. And I time. believe they're going to be on Score North, too, now, aren't oh, they? Oh, good. Also, I think so. Fantastic. I'm sure. I'm there. But we want the hits on Garage Logic. We want the hits on Garage Logic. Tell a friend or two. All you got to do is grab their phone and download the podcast. Monday Night Sports Talk.